Hey, it's the Eagle 100.9 Podcast. My name is Logan Coots, and today we're chatting with another Okotoks athlete that is going to be headed off to Tokyo in the next couple of weeks. If you're wondering, Logan, the Olympics are on right now. Well, Zach Medell, HTA grad from right here in Okotoks, and the rest of Canada's wheelchair rugby team, they're getting ready to compete in the 2020 Paralympic Games in 2021. I know it's confusing too. Uh, but Zach, no stranger to the world stage. He has won gold medals. He's won silver medals. He's competed in the Paralympics before. And without further ado, let's get to our convo. There's been a lot of uncertainty around the Games, obviously, for the last year and a bit now. And so just the fact that as far as I know, the team should be going. And so the fact that uh, yeah, we can finally... It seems pretty cemented that it's going to be going ahead to see that all of our hard work isn't for nothing. Because what was uh, training like in into 2020? Did you know that the the games were going to be canceled at that time? Were you like full 100%? Oh, what was it, was it like? I want to say it was like June or July or something, maybe a little bit earlier, that Canada was actually the first nation to back out of going to the 2020 Olympics providing those were going ahead uh, and then a, a handful of other countries jumped on board with that which is kind of what uh, i think initiated the whole uh, postponement of the games to 2021 and i mean just the fact that the games are still able to go ahead i mean that would have been devastating for so many athletes and japan itself all the organizers volunteers that have to commit their time for it if they did all this work and the games hadn't gone ahead and i mean i think the only time an olympics has been canceled was due to world wars in the past so the fact that even this happened was obviously a catastrophic event, but uh, hopefully we can still go out and make the most of it. And Japan can, I know they're not super keen on having all the athletes there, but uh, hopefully they still find some enjoyment in it. The athletes can go and do the same. It, it must be wild. And I mean, you're all kind of in the same boat. So that's, that's nice is that you were ready and then you weren't ready and then you had to get ready again. So at least everybody's mm-hmm. kind of in the similar boat there. But was it a struggle on like physical and mental juggling that in your mind? Um, mentally, it was definitely a bit of a hurdle to overcome, I think, for pretty much everyone across the board. But that was just, like, not even just athletes. I think just COVID in general has been a mental hurdle for, for all of us. And, I mean, it hasn't done anything good for most of our mental health. But, actually, I think Canada, our, our rugby team, has taken full advantage of this extra year of preparation. And hopefully we'll have some, uh, some new tricks up our sleeve. And, I mean, for myself, even personally, I had overcome an injury early 2020. And so I would have been back and ready for the game and not too worried about it. But having that extra year to make sure my body's fully rehabilitated and ready to, ready to rock has been, a, I think, a bit of a blessing in itself. Holy smokes. So uh, you're preparing, you're here ready for, I guess, the 2020 games, but in 2021. And that is still messing with my brain every time I turn on the TV. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. I keep forgetting it's 2021, man, the last year and a half. <laughs> uh, but what's uh, what's the uh, practice been like? Uh, when did you get up with, get together with the team? When did they let you know that hey, like yeah, we're actually headed over there? So we've gone ahead with it as if the games are always going to happen. We would never like just accept the fact that we we couldn't go to the games. But we never really were able to get back into our I can't even say normal training schedule, but a bit of a regular training schedule until March was when we were first able to start getting back together for training camps. And since then, we've been able to have about one training camp a month, um, usually out in Ontario up until now. And then we'll be getting together one last time in Vancouver. Uh, so we fly there on August 11th. We'll have a couple days together as a team, get everyone a negative test before we travel over to Japan. And then we fly to Japan August 17th. 
and we've got about a week before our first games to acclimate for the time change and the, the heat and everything once we get there. So our first game's not until the 25th. So we'll be able to get settled into the village and figure out the lay of the land, get comfortable, and then uh, showtime. Holy smokes. Are there any teams you're uh, worried about? <laughs> oh, there's not going to be any easy teams of those games. Like, I, I can honestly say that any team at these Paralympics would be would have a shot at meddling. Um, the big ones for us, the big targets for everybody, uh, Australia, because they are the current two-time reigning Paralympic champions. Um, Japan will be look, looking to put on a good show, obviously, as a host, and they're actually number one in the world at the last World Championships in 2018. And, uh, yeah, there's, we can't count any teams out. We'll be playing Great Britain and Team USA in our pool, who are both top five teams in the world, so... I mean, if we want to win, if you want to get a gold medal, you got to yeah. go and beat every team there. So yeah. we're, not, we're not worried about all the teams, but we're going to go and prepare to uh, to deal with each team and not uh, not take any games off and kick everyone's butt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, that's that's sweet. Have you been watching the games uh, lately? A little bit, not as much as I would uh, like to. I mean, probably not live. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have cable or anything. When I was in Ontario and I had a little more free time with training camp in the hotel, I'd be. Uh, I tuned in for a few softball games and caught whatever events I could. But like you said, with the time changes, a bit uh, a bit weird. So I've been seeing some of the the highlights and the replays and everything, and trying to uh, trying to do what I can to be a good Canadian and a good uh, allied athlete. I guess. Uh, when do you guys? Uh, I think you had said it, but when do you actually like ship out? And how much time do you have to adjust to the time change? Uh, once we get there, we've got eight days or something wow. before. Uh, we actually start competing, so that's plenty of time to get. Usually, four or five days is like the roughest period, and after that, you get to get more settled in. And I'm currently driving my minivan with a hoodie on and no air conditioning to prepare for the heat and to get all heat training in while I'm at home. Oh, yeah. I was I was going to ask, what are the the struggles that you're expecting? It have you played in that kind of heat before? Yeah, we're pretty fortunate because I mean, wheelchair rugby is played indoors on like a regulation basketball court, so we'll have hopefully an air-conditioned venue, and it sounds like there's not going to be any spectators at this point. So, I mean, that's not going to increase the heat of the uh, the overall venue, which might be kind of beneficial, to be honest. I mean, it's unfortunate that we won't have fans if that's the case, but there's always a, it's always a silver lining somewhere. Sometimes you just have to look a little harder for it. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know um, any of the regulation stuff that you have to be uh, dealing with when you're over there? A little bit, yeah. So I've been seeing some of the Olympic posts and things over there. I follow a bunch of like Canadian Olympic athletes as well. So seeing just like the dining hall layout and everything's kind of divided by plexiglass. And we were actually over in Japan as a team back in June for a bit of a dry run. So we could experience like the whole travel process and that figure out how to navigate that whole circus when we get there. So I've seen some of the Canadian athletes over for the Olympics get to the airport, and it's like three, four hours before they uh, before they even leave the airport to get on their bus and go to their uh, their venue or build to the village or whatever it is. And so the fact that we got a bit of a dry run at that back in June, hopefully that'll there won't be any big surprises or anything. We're going unprepared. Like there's gonna be lots of sitting around waiting, but uh, yeah, get used to some of the, the COVID protocols. There's gonna be masks everywhere, obviously. Uh, pretty much besides when we're on the field of play, I think. And uh, other than that, they're, yeah, they're going to be taking whatever precautions they can to make sure nobody's or nobody's uh, at risk and everyone's staying safe and healthy so they can compete at their fullest. Oh, that's awesome. Other than your uh, must-haves that you're bringing over there, what are you bringing over to uh, to your uh, your abode when you're when you're staying there? So I've got 
two sports chairs I got to travel with, which is uh, the airport process. It'll be, it'll be a bit of a, a juggling act in itself because I need to have a backup chair in case something goes wrong with my uh, my main chair. I'll have a big equipment bag that's got all the extra like spare wheel tires, parts for chairs for for repairs. So that's not small either because we use pneumatic tires. So every time you get a flat tire, we've got kind of like a NASCAR pit crew almost. The equipment manager runs out on the on the field, pops the tire off, throws on a new one, keeps it going while he uh, while he changes the the tire on the, the flat one and lots of extra equipment. We've got a big old suitcase full of the Canada Hudson's Bay apparel we'll be wearing. Uh, what else? Other than that, I mean, I'm going to try and pack as light as possible because I have so much other stuff to haul with me. That honestly, usually when I travel with rugby, my luggage is in like a small little like gym bag or duffel bag that I shove into my equipment, and the rest of it's all just rugby gear. Your uh, sports shirts, how much do those weigh? Like 50 pounds. <laughs> so usually I try, I try and balance them all on a like on a luggage cart when I get to the airport because trying to push two chairs while you're in a wheelchair at the same time is like a bit of a. Show. You don't have your assistant do that for you? Uh, I mean, <laughs> if you want to be my assistant, come on down. I can for navigating the airports. But. If it brings me to Tokyo, I mean, I'm game. Uh, <laughs> sweet. Pay your own way there, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Darn. <don't make> <laughs> uh, no, that's sweet. Hey, I um, as you're as you on your adventure over there, I'd love to uh, you know stay in touch, keeping in, in uh, keeping the know on what's happening over there. I don't know what the policies are for chatting with people while you're there. Um, I'm not sure to be honest myself. Yeah. If not, I'll be uh, I'll be trying to keep everybody updated as much as I can on the socials and whatnot. Cool. So I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that, and uh, we'll be as active as I can without breaking any of the rules. But I know there's some guidelines around social media and what you can and can't post, but things yeah. like what's going on in the village or when our games are all uh, fair games. So I'll be sure to keep everybody updated there, and I think they're going to be doing a pretty good job of covering our games, um, not live because of the time change. But CBC, I think, is planning on playing most of our games during, like, primetime television back here. Cool. So at least everyone can tune in since they can't be there in person to, to cheer us on. Nice. And uh, what's your uh, handle on social media? How can we follow along? So Instagram, Twitter is just ZMadell, M-A-D-E-L-L. And I've got, a, like, a Facebook athlete page, just Zach, Z-A-K, Madell, M-A-D-E-L-L, that people can, uh, can hop on and follow along if they be interested in that. Oh, that's sweet. I know we'll be uh, we'll be watching here and cheering on from here. Uh, 94 Take the Cake, the bakery here has got uh, sports on 24, well, those highlights on, but 24-7, they've got like watch parties and all that, so I know there's going to be... Uh, oh, a, no way. They're going to have a, a cool group of people following you guys uh, back here at home. Awesome. I've been meaning to go and check them out anyway, so if they're doing something like that, I get a... I need to watch some Olympics. I might go down there and check it out sometime soon. Yeah. Oh, do it. It's fantastic. Good people over there. Hey, I won't take up too, too much of your time, man. I really appreciate you chatting with me, letting me in the, in the know and uh, kind of what you're feeling. But, I mean, go Zach, go. Go Team Canada. I'm really, I'm really pumped. Awesome. Thanks very much, Logan. I'm always <laughs> happy to chat. Hey, be sure to follow his social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you want to find links, you can check out either above or below, depending on where you're listening to this. Thank you so much, man. Uh, as I said before, go Zach, go. Go Canada, go.